Meshalach Shlishi, chapter 14, verse 15, Perik Yudalad, Pesach Tezvah. Vayoymer Hashem el Moshe, and Hashem says to Moshe, Ma titzak elai, why do you cry out to me? Dabra b'nei Yisrael v'Yisrael, speak to the children of Israel and let them travel. Now, we didn't see in the passage that Moshe Rabbeinu was yelling out to Hashem. It says, Vayetzaku b'nei Yisrael al Hashem. Not that Moshe yelled out to Hashem. But Hashem is... Where? Where did you see? It didn't say that. It, didn't, it said in the passage... It said the b'nei Yisrael were yelling out to Hashem. But here Hashem is saying to him... Why are you um, screaming to me? Actually, Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them that Hashem will fight for them and they will be quiet. And Moshe Rabbeinu was saying to them uh, that um, um, that they will no longer see they will no longer see them, the Egyptians. So Trashi. That's what Rashi explains now. Matitzak Eloi is Lamadu. This teaches us that the Pesach doesn't say that, but Lamadu Shoy Moshe Emin the Mispalu that Moshe was standing and davening to Hashem. Amar leHakadosh Baruch Hu Hashem says to him Loi Eis Atol Laharich B'Tfilah. Now is not the time to prolong in prayer. She Yisrael Nisunim B'Tzorah because Yidden are. The Jews are in a trouble. It's not a time now to prolong the davening. Dover Achar, another interpretation. Matitzak Eli. Why are you screaming to me? Eli had dover tolui Meaning, it's upon me. So Matitzak Eli is not that Hashem doesn't want him. Hashem said Matitzak Eli. Eli is as if. It's saying, It's upon me, don't, don't scream to me. Uh, why do you cry out to me? The matter depends on me and not on you. As it says, As it says later on, Concerning my children and the work of my hands, do you command me? In other words, it's like Moshe is crying to the Abishta, the Abishta should do something about it. The Abishta knows he needs to do something about it. You know, it's like when the Yidin are in trouble. Now, and so Hashem has to do something about it, and it's as if Moshe Rabbeinu is saying to Hashem, do something about it. Right? Praying to Hashem, Hashem, of course, Hashem is saying, you don't have to yell to me. So it's not like Hashem is saying it's not a long time. This second shot is not. The second shot does not go against the first. The first thing that Rashi says, that agrees the second shot also. But what Hashem told him with the matitzekalai, either Hashem told him, "Why are you screaming now? Now is not a time to daven," or Hashem is saying, "It's not allowed. Why are you screaming to me? You shouldn't be the one that's screaming to me." because I'm going to take care of it. It's on me. It's on my shoulders. You don't need to tell me that I have to take him. So, but this is what this Hashem's response. What did Hashem say? Dabrev Neisrov Yisro. He said, "You speak to the Neisrov; they should journey." Ein lam ella lisa. There is only thing what they need to do is they need to journey. Shein ayom oimid bifneim for the yam, the sea will not stand in front of them. Kedai zuchus avisehem. It is um, the merit of their forefathers. Uh, 
are sufficient. The marriage of the forefathers are sufficient. Vehem and they, their own rizchus, v'ha'amuna she'eminubi, v'yotsu, and the belief that they believed me to go out, v'kroyo lahem ayom, that the split, the, the, the sea should be split in front of them. So all what you have to do. And Pesach says, Tazayin va'ato horem esmatcha, and you raise your staff, uneteyes yotcha al hayom, and stretch your hand out over the sea, uvkayayu, and split it. And the children of Israel shall come in the midst of the sea on dry land. They'll go into dry land. I will strengthen the heart of the Egyptian. And they will come after them. And I'll be glorified through Pharaoh and through all of his army, Bedichboi, and his chariots, Mufroshov, and the horsemen. As Rashi said before, when Rashi said also that he's going to come running, the Kovda, Rashi already said that, that he posted Dalet in Perikyu Dalet, the Kovda Befarev Uchol Cheloi. I will become glorified, Bechalev Uchol Cheloi, Yodim Mitzrayim Kani Hashem. And as Rashi explained there at length, that when Hashem takes revenge of the Rishoyim, his name is Mizgadal Mizchabed, it becomes great and it becomes glorified. And again in Pesach Ches, as over there, previously mentioned Pesach Ches, V'yodu Mitzrayim ki ani Hashem, and the Egyptians will know that I am Hashem, B'yikovdi um, B'farei, when I am glorified by Farei, B'adichboi, in his uh, chariots, B'faroshev, and the horsemen. Oh, here there is no word the chayla. It's a, almost a repetition. Yeah, I know it's almost. Almost a repetition, but it says v'yodu mitzrayim. It says kenei Hashem. It says v'ikovdi. First it says v'ikovda. Then it v'ikovdi. It says b'farei b'dich b'faroshah. But it takes out the words of b'chol chayla. Pasuk yutes v'yisa malach elikim. So the angel of Hashem ha'haylech lifnei machne Yisrael who had been going in front of the camp of the Israel, the Jewish camp, and he went behind them. Um, and the pillar of cloud moved away from in front of them, and stood behind them. Uh, so what happened is, um, what happened is, is that, okay, so the Malach Elikim is, that's uh, the Malach Elikim who was leading the, uh, it says before that Hashem actually was, uh, when Hashem says, to lead them in the way, uh, to lead through the Onon and the Eish, uh, the pillar of Onon and the Eish, that Hashem led through that. But apparently it was the Malach Halikim. So it was the Malach Halikim who was going in front of the Machna Yisrael. So he came behind them. Now I'm wondering if that's the same as V'yisa Amuda Onam Ipneim V'yam Nacharem. Because that is the Malach Halikim who would lead the pillar of the cloud. Now this was happening towards the evening of the, uh, of the sixth day, when the seventh day was approaching, as Rashi said before. 
So what happens at the six, at the end of the when the night comes? It says that the first the pillar of fire would come, and after the pillar of fire would come, then the pillar of cloud would disappear, and the next day the pillar of cloud would come back and the pillar of fire would go away. But this time, it says as we'll see in the Rashi, at the night time came, so the pillar of the cloud did not disappear, but rather went behind them. But what I'm trying to think is, is this the same as the Malach HaLekim? This is separate. I don't know. Let's go by it in the puzzle. So, Vayelech Machareyem, he went behind them. So, Rashi Lahavdil to separate between the Egyptian camp and the Jewish camp. And to receive the arrows and the uh, stones uh, because they were throwing the uh, on, on the Jews. Now, uh, everywhere it says Malach Hashem. Oh, it says always when it says a Malach, it says Malach Hashem. Uh, here it says Malach Alekim, Malach Alekim. Ain Alekim b'chol Malkim Aladin. Alekim is everywhere in the Torah denotes Hashem's what Hashem's attribute of judgment. Chomakim Aladin is judgment. Melamed Shahoyu Yisrael Nisunim Bedin This teaches us that at that moment the Yidden war being judged whether to be saved or to perish with the Egyptians. So it was Malach Alekim, because Alekim was in, 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 in the strong at that time. Now, I don't understand why. Uh, was it because they complained? Was it because they, they, they said, But here, a minute ago, uh, Rashi was saying that they have after the second period. Rashi said over there, just go because So their own zchus and their father and their zchus and then So on one hand, the Eved says, "Don't worry about it." They have nothing to worry. And here we're saying that no, it's a It's a question whether they're going to be saved or not. And, it's not really a question they're going to be saved. It just means that the Sunni Bedin by Shushar, there was not not that there was. It was a question. There was a judgment. And that's why there was a Likim. When it got dark, and the pillar of the cloud uh, delivered the camp. In other words, when he left, he gave over the camp. So now, usually what happens, once the delivers, once the Eish came, the pillar of cloud delivers the camp to the Amud Eish, gives to him. And then, So then the cloud did not totally leave as it was normally for it, usual to remove at the night time totally. But it went behind them to make it even darker for the Egyptians. Uh, and he came 
in between the camp of uh, Egypt and the camp of Israel, who is he? So in the Rashi we're going to see in the it means by he it refers to Hashem over here in the Marshal we'll see that it refers to Hashem that Hashem came in between the Machne Mitzrayim and Machne Yisrael but that really means Hashem through his agents it also means through the pillar of the cloud through the Malach so he came but it refers to he it refers to Hashem or does it refer again to the uh, Malach that was talking about before it says Vayisa Malach Halikim and then the passage continues about the Malach, and he came, and there were the cloud and the darkness. And it illuminated the night. What does it mean? What illuminated the night? Um, so Rashi is going to explain Vayoris Halayla was the regular uh, pillar of fire that went in front of them we said we've learned before in the Pesach that and the Amud HaEish so it brought them light so the Onon was for the Mitzrim as Rashi is going to say Vayoris Halayla that was the pillar of fire that went in front of them and they did not come close one to another. The two camps did not come close to each other the entire night. Rashi, and he came in between the camp of Egypt. Rashi, Moshul, this is, can be as an example. One who is walking in the road, and his son was going ahead of him. So then there were robbers coming to capture him. Not so he took him from behind, in front of him, and they put him to the back of him. So then their wolves came from behind. So he gave him back in front. So he, so now he has the robbers in front and the uh, wolves in the back. So then he placed them in his hands, and he had war with them. Likewise, Devusha says, uh, The prophet depicts the angel protecting Israel when they drew, drew, drew near to the Red Sea. He said, I sent to train Ephraim. He took them on his arms. What does it mean? Tirgalti Ephraim. Ephraim referring here to all the Yidden. I know the name Ephraim over here is calling all the Yidden. Kochem so he took him on his hands. What is this uh, marshal to? I mean, the Yidden had in front of them, they had the water in front of them. Uh, I don't know exactly, so what is the Nosal Achoyrof? But then you have the Egyptians come in front, and then they have the water in the, in the, in the, I mean, in the back of them. So they had the Egyptians in the back, they had the water in the front. So Hashem says, he took him on his hands, and he fought with them. So I don't see how this manifests over here. Here it sees says that the Abishter that the he came Ben Machne Mitzrayim. He came in between. How does the Ben Machne Mitzrayim a Moshul for this uh, for this type of, of warfare? 
Uh, seems almost like putting him ahead because since he's in, he is in between the Mitzrayim it's like the father who puts the son in front uh, but uh, the main point the son of Banu is not hinted in this because the um, he just made a block between them and, and, and he put him like in front of him um, I don't see how the Moshe exactly feels the Nimshlov here. So the cloud and the darkness was for the Mitzrayim. Now, as Rashi said before, um, that it went lahachshich le Mitzrayim. So what does it mean? So the cloud and the darkness. Uh, apparently, darkness was the regular darkness of the night, but then it was the onon as Rashi said before lahachshich le Mitzrayim to make it even darkness. Darkness, darkness, but but the pillar of fire that illuminated the night for the year. It walked, it went ahead of them like its usual way. to go all night. And the darkness of the cloud was towards the side of Mitzrayim. One camp did not come close to the other camp. And Moshe Rabbeinu uh, stretched his, ha- his hand over the sea, as Hashem told him. And Hashem led the sea with a strong east wind the entire night. So, uh, all night long, there was an east wind that kept the while the Eden went down, the Eden went down when in the evening, at night time. At that point, the Eden went down to the ocean. So during that time, there was a powerful wind that was blowing on the east wind that was blowing on in the in the in the in the water. But Yosef's Yom Lecharove made such a strong wind that made it uh, uh, the dry land. and the water split. Now I don't know if, the, if that wind was hollowing like that. So how did he, you know, how you know, if it was such a strong wind that it could split the water? So how did they, how were they able to walk in such a wind, in such a wind that was blowing on them, like with such a force? Um, it actually says it, 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 it split in twelve different places for twelve different tribes. It was a whole bunch of miracles Dad, over here. I thought he jumped in. Yeah. Well, Rashi doesn't bring down. You talk about Nachshin ben Aminodov. Yeah. yeah. Rashi uh, did not bring that down. Uh, that is from the uh, the Medrash that according to the Pasik where we were reading the whole time, Hashem said to Moshe that Moshe should split it, and Moshe went and split it. Beruach Kodim and Rashi, Rashi doesn't bring that down. Okay. Well, Rashi Rashi did not say that. We didn't. I don't remember Rashi saying that. Beruach Kodim Azav. Yeah, but Rashi doesn't bring down every single Medrash. Yeah, the Medrash says he did, so it's definitely true. But the point is that Rashi, in the Pshat of the Pasuk, it doesn't necessarily mean so, because in the Pasuk, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu put his hand over the sea, and that's how it split, not through Nachshon. It doesn't say the story of Nachshon. So, Rashi, Beruach Kodim Azo, with a powerful east wind, so, Rashi, Beruach Kodim Shi Azo Sheberuchis, that's the powerful of the winds. That's the wind with which uh, Hashem 
um, takes retribution, pays back the Rishoyim, the evil people. Shenemar, as it says in Yirmiyah Yudcheshitayim, Beruach Kodim, with the east wind afitzing, uh, I will scatter them. Or it says in the Shei Yudgimu Tazvav, Yovei Kodim Ruach Hashem, a wind, uh, an east wind shall come, a wind of Hashem. Or Yecheskel Chavzayin Chavav, Ruach HaKodim, Shivrach Belev Yamim, the east wind broke you in the heart. Ruach Kodim Shivrach Belev Yamim, the heart of the water. Yishayi Chavzayin Ches, Hogo Beruchei Hakosha, that he spoke with his harsh wind, Beyoim, Kodim, on the day of the east wind. So again, so we see the Lord Kodim, the Ruach Kodim, the Yem Kodim, the east wind, the east wind, that's a very harsh wind. So, the water split. All the waters of the world split. So, it doesn't, I don't know if it's, it's so, is it, is it like, it seems like there was a, just a powerful wind, you know, when the wind is mainly everything flies, so the water split. But of here it's smashed, but it wasn't just right. It says all the waters of the world. So the Yeruach Kodim was. You're in a cup, let's just say a cup of water. I know. Uh, it's getting full. Okay. So, by Yavoyu Bnei Yisrael Besoichayom. So the children of Israel came into the midst of the sea. By Abosha, in dry land. And the water was a wall for them, from their right and from their left. There were a wall on both sides. Pasuk of Gimel, by Yirdu from Mitzrayim, the Egyptians chased them, by Avoyu Achareyem, and they came after them. Koyl Sus Pare, again, all Pare's horses. Rigboy, his chariots, Uforoshov and his horsemen. Again, those are the Chelo here. I'll take a yom inside of the water, in the midst of the sea. So, Trashi Koyl Sus Pare, all the horses Pare. Uh, was it just one horse? There were uh, many, many horses. And also before the Psukim, we were talking about Rigbev uh, Foroshov, talking about that. And here all of a sudden, this time we're talking about the the uh, the horses. Actually, uh, before I didn't say, before the Lashon was that he took uh, his, uh, his his people. He said he took the animal. No, they actually didn't say at all about about any animal. Rashi was just asking who was the where did he get the animals from? <coughs> but here the Pasik talks about the Susim. So the Pasik says, Was there just one horse? That before Hashem they're all considered like one horse. So that's why it says Koil Sus Pare all. Horse pare. Now, koil means like a lotion rabim. All of pare's sus. So there's just a hint for that in the word sus to tell you that it's all, all the susim is worth only like one. Now, why did the Ebishter choose to say it like koil sus pare, not koil rechel pare, or koil perish like the, uh, the horseman, but chose it on the sus? Oh, just on the sus, he says that. Uh, uh, also, we find this like this this type of uh, of an explanation. We also find before, like in the Rashi, when it says um, when he uh, by Shimon and Levi when Yaakov was telling them. So he also he says horgu ish. So over there, uh, Rashi over there also explains um, 
that um, that's with regards to Shimon uh, Levi even it says uh, it says in Alosh Yachid as Rashi says over there um, and Rashi brings the Pasuk over there so he brings down this uh the next pasuk uh, actually doesn't bring down Kolsus Pare uh, in the Sikh of the Rebbe over there, the Rebbe explains that uh, why he brings down the second pasuk not in the from the Shira, not in the first pasuk of Gimel, which we're saying where Rashi says over here that it's the Fnei they're all considered like a Susechad. Pasuk of Dalat, Vayi Ba'Shmeres Habayker, and it was. Uh, in the morning watch, what does it mean by Shmeres Habayker? We'll see in the Rashi that there's three watches, so there's three guards uh, that the night is divided to. So by Yashkif Hashem El Machne Mitzrayim. So Hashem looked down at the Egyptian camp. Ba'amud Eish through a pillar of fire. Why does it say through? Uh, through what is why does it mean through the pillar of fire? I don't know exactly, but uh, Rashi is going to say that the uh, through Hashem looked at them. The Amadeish because the Amadeish Rashi is going to explain they they did some things in the water. The Amadeish Onan will see the Amadeish that was in front of them and the Onan uh, did something for them. Uh, so uh, we'll see in the Rashi that we'll see and what by Yom is Machne Mitzrayim. Uh, and it confused by Yahom, it confused the camp of the Egyptians. So Trashi, what does it mean by Shmoides Habaiker in the uh, the morning watch? The Shmoides Habaiker. So Trashi like this: Shloishes Chelke Halaylo, three portions of the night. Kruim Ashmoides. They're called sections. They're called guards, watches. Vaisa Shalifnei Habaiker. And the one that comes, the third of the night that comes before the morning, that is called the the morning watch. So in other words, if you split the night to three parts, so if there's 12 parts to the night, let's say, so each four hours is one part, right? So uh, this would be like after eight hours of the night, uh, before uh, four hours before the day starts. That would be the Ashmeris the one that is before Avaker is Koresh Meris Avaker. And I say, Rashi says, why are they called guards or the watch? Because the night is divided to guards of song of the angels that serve Hashem. So there's different angels that sing of the different three parts of the night. Kat Achar Kat. One group after the other group. in three parts. That's why it's called the watch, because they are the ones that, that sing over there. That's their watch, it's their their time. And this is, Unculus translates, Bimatras, uh, Matras, uh, when he says in the guard. Matras means the guard, meaning when they, when they sing. So what happened? So that was one quarter before the morning. Vayashkif Hashem, Vayabit. 
What does it mean by Yavid? He looked down. Meaning he looked, I mean he turned towards them to destroy them. The Targumoy, and the Targum translates it, the Istachi. Afu Loshen That also means, Istachi means also Loshen looking. Kimoy, by Midbachon Gimedalis, they soifim, the field that they look out, is Chakal Sakoisa. Chakal Sakoisa means the field that they look, look from there. So he says, Hashem looked down on them Be'amud Eishvonon with a pillar of fire in the cloud. Dr. Ashi, what did Amud Eishvonon do? Dr. Ashi, Amud Onon Yered, the pillar of the cloud would descend. The Oisa Oisa Kitit, it made the dry land and made it like mud. Be'amud Eish Martichay, and the pillar of fire uh, would boil the earth underneath. The talfes suseihem mishtamtes, and the hoofs of their horses slip. The uh, they would slip because it was mud, and uh, and it was heated up. So the the hoofs of the horses would slip off. That's what happened to the horses that they came with in there. Now I don't know what happened with the ash. Was it supposed to be going before the yidden? Maybe it could do two things, or it's left it left them for a while. Uh, with a pillar of fire, this was still in the middle of the night, and the Aish was supposed to go in front of them, and they were supposed to follow the Aish. This means that he confusion. He mixed them up. Uh, he took away their intelligence. We learned in the chapters of Abelazar, the son of Rabbi Yesi, Haglili, that wherever it says Muhuma, confusion, it means a tumultuous noise. And the following is the father uh, for all of them, Shmuel Aleph. For example, Skiuva Yarem Hashem begoyel Godel, and Hashem thundered with a loud noise. Al Plishtim vaYehuman, al the Plishtim, and he confusion. Pasuk of Hey, vaYosar Eisoifem Markivoisov, and they removed the wheels of their chariots. Vayinahageyu bechvedus, and he led them with heaviness. Uh, because once the wheels are off and the horses are pulling so he's leading it no it's not it's not rolling anymore now the chariots are dragging and the Egyptian says let me run away from the for Hashem is having waging war with them in Egypt, wipes in Egypt, we'll see in Rashi. Now, I don't know what told Rashi to explain the Ba'esh Amadej of Onon with regards to the Talfis Susehim. The Pasik talks about that it, something happened, the Amadej to the Markibesov. Rashi could have explained the same thing with regards to uh, Kibesov. 
But may, maybe Rashi is trying to explain over here because since they brought in the susim over here, right before it says kol sus parei, why they all of a sudden the Torah mentions the susim over here? Maybe Rashi learns that's why we should learn the Amadej Onon has somehow related to the susim also. But now we're going to learn the Rashi. Rashi says by so Rashi because of the the wheels were burnt now the galgalim presumably were made out of wood okay so the wooden the fire burnt their wheels so the chariots were dragging and those that were sitting in them uh, were moved back and forth and their limbs would uh, uh, tear apart, they would separate because of all the horses going and there's no wheels over there and he led them with heaviness in a manner that was very heavy and difficult for them it was heavy and difficult in the measure that they measured as it says in Shemois Tess Lamedalet that he made his heart heavy him and his servants this is a posting that is written by uh, the uh, end of Pasha's Vaira with the end of the uh, Makkah of, uh, of Barad. And over there, uh, uh, over there already they started to pray, and then they, I mean, they said they're going to let him go, and uh, then he changed the mind. Maybe that's why that posting is the most fitting, because uh, I believe that the Yachbed Libe Huvavodov is mentioned other times also. Um, and um, this was also Bayarbet Libay Huva Vodov. I mean, after the Maka, the sixth Maka already, the Ebishter said Bayachazak Hashemas Lepare. And here the Posse goes back to Bayachbet Libay Huva Vodov and Bayachazak Lepare in the next. So maybe that's why it's connected. I'm wondering why Rashi brings down this particular Lichbay Huva Vodov when the word Bayachbet could be found uh, other times also. Afkan. By so also he led the mechvedus with heaviness. Now nilchom lehem mitzrayim. Why is it mitzrayim? Look, Rashi mitzrayim doesn't mean mitzrayim. Nilchom lehem for them be mitzrayim. And again, it's like Hashem says, Hashem lochom lechem at the chrishin mitzrayim. Davar achar be mitzrayim. Another shot mitzrayim. The eretz mitzrayim means land of mitzrayim. Just like the bees are being bitten, beaten. On the Yom, so also those who are left over are being beaten in Egypt.